right, everybody. Welcome to this week's Learning the Tropes. I'm Aaron. I'm Clayton. And I'm the veteran romance reader. And I'm the virgin. And we're your hosts. Um, and then this week, we're joined by the very special guest, writer, producer, comedian, Rebecca Lieb. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. <laughs> so um, you have your own podcast. I do. It's called Ghost Town. Um, it's about romance novels. Just no. kidding. Oh, my God. Oh, you <laughs> took weird. my thing. <laughs> oh, no. Traitor. Um, it's about uh, esoteric, mysterious, abandoned places all over the world. It's really fun. What's your favorite place that you found out about? Um, oh, my God. My favorite. I mean, the Denver airport, I think, is a huge. It's really fun and bizarro. And hopefully we'll go at some point. If you've never been? I've never. I mean, I think I have, but like very, when I was very young, I didn't yeah. appreciate it. We've had people sent, sent us pictures from uh-huh. there. I need to go. And I'll just hang out in the airport and go home. <laughs> just, just fly in and just out. Eight hours in the airport. You yeah, know? Oh. Denver. Meh. Denver airport. Think, yes. I just think you have a long layover. Yeah, I, I mean, I could, I could theoretically go somewhere else, but why bother? What's the point? <laughs> Denver is a wonderful town. Oh, no, Denver's do. nice. But you know where we would still appreciate a listener? Wyoming. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we don't have one yet. No, not nary a one. No, and somebody messaged. I lived in Wyoming for nine months, and I'm a listener now. Well, hon, you should have been a listener. Yeah, while you were there, pack well, your bags. Don't Get you back there. miss yeah. your family? Didn't you abandon your family when you left? <laughs> Rebecca, does your um, podcast have a listener in Wyoming? Um, that's a great question for my co-host. <laughs> oh, do they? Do, he does the stats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do the stats. I would say maybe. Oh, I mean, I would be very jealous. Maybe. Because what I'm asking is if you are a fan of Ghost Town. Oh, crossover. Yeah. And you hear Mm -hmm. this episode Uh and you live in Wyoming, then you've done it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. I would love to make that happen for you, too. That would be amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure they have a lot of fun abandoned places in Wyoming. They do. I The whole state's abandoned. We're going to do our best. We're going to call out (laughs) to all our Wyoming listener base. Um, And so was this your first? Yeah. Are you a virgin or an expert? I am such a virgin. Uh, if there's someone more virginal than me in the realm of romance novels, I would like to meet them. Because I, you recommend, Aaron has recommended me. Um, no, um, I called you out because uh-huh. uh, you downloaded the Kiss Quotient. You're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to do it. It's great. And uh-huh. then we were talking and you're like, yeah, I don't know what to do next. And I was like, uh-huh. Rebecca, read the yeah, book. I mean, told I, me that. I know. There's a stage where I can't help you anymore. <laughs> That's true. I'm the most virgin. I have not, this is my first romance novel. Despite uh, the encouragement of friends. Yeah. It won't be your last, hopefully. (laughs) No, I mean, I, again, I have, as I was reading this, I had no frame of reference for my thoughts and feelings. I didn't know if I would be alone Mm -hmm. uh, in the way that I felt about the book. I was nervous about coming to the both of you and being like, whoa. And you guys were like, yeah. And I'd be like, huh? (laughs) So it's scary being a virgin. That's how I felt too. I felt that way where. Because I wasn't used to reading sexually explicit stuff. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what was, is this really crass? Is this like, is it, is everything this graphic or mm-hmm. it was very confusing and you yeah. do feel kind of alone. Yeah. Because most people don't read romance or they don't yeah. talk about it. So it's one of those things where you can have these reactions. This book is an insane book to be your first one. <laughs> So Thank I, I apologize. <laughs> the feelings you must have had oh my God. reading this book, it's it's a roller coaster. Nobody's first time should be like this. Yeah. And we apologize. Oh. Just because. <laughs> we really dunked you in the deep end. Yeah, you really did. Also, was, the way that this book starts is also like insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we can talk about that. Yeah. We'll it, get there. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. It's a, no, no, not at all. But no. I, I do think that this is a crazy way to start. And mm-hmm. uh, so – we want to hear all your feelings and questions. Right. Ask right. us, yeah, if is this normal? <laughs> what I read, I, I absolutely will. I'm going to interject. I'm going to be like, "Hey, do you have any like big questions before we get we jump into the book?" Yeah, I think okay. I think I know your answer to this, but if this weren't, if, if you had to choose a, a new first romance novel for me of the ones that you've done in this podcast, well, this what would it be? What, what should I go to next? I, I mean. Well, what do you think? Because I think there's one that uh, there's two that stand out that I feel like I would 
with all confidence say, read this. Okay. And I think you would really like them. What two are they? Well, Rogue Not Taken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dreaming of You. Mm. Although two you may be ruined. You may be oh. ruined for all other her- heroes after. Okay. Derek yeah, Craven. you meet Derek Craven. Oh, that's right. I, I listened to that episode. So yeah. we're I know what happened. Obsessed but with it. Yeah, I know. It was amazing. <laughs> and then I was listening to Faded Mates, which is another romance podcast. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about what if we did the second season of this uh, podcast where we just broke down Dreaming of You uh, chapter by chapter. Ah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yes. I yes, would listen. Please. I would be on it. <laughs> I would take notes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would go so deep into it. Okay. And then The Rogue Not Taken is phenomenal. Sarah McLean, Love who's that one pun. of the hosts of Faded Mates. Okay. Um, and she's phenomenal too. I would say like, honestly, clay pass can get weird. So I wouldn't say any clay pass. There are a few that are a little out there. Okay. Any Sarah McLean though, you're good. Any okay. Courtney Milan, you're mm-hmm. like the suffragette scandal was amazing. The suffragette scandal. Yeah. <laughs> right up my alley. Yeah. That's the best heroine we've read. I think free. And then I would recommend fury. <laughs> Oh, Fury, Fury is so. This makes Fury. Like, this makes Fury look so like a like a stately, <laughs> like an after school special. Yeah, <gasps> I gotta read Fury. Fury's amazing. Just actually. downloaded my Kindle as you were talking about it. Fury is awesome, though. Yeah, and I then love the Kiss Fury. Potion, which you already own and yeah, I do should have read by now. I know. I know. So this was a recommendation from. Um, so we host on Podbean, and you can follow us on Podbean, and you can mm-hmm. also leave comments on Podbean. Mm-hmm. So Yoshi twelve ten. Said I recommend favorite Mario Kart character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I <was> respect. <laughs> we weren't allowed to have video games as a child, so I never know these oh. things. I recommend Christine Fedian's Leopard series, Burning Wild. Get this horrid brat out of my sight, ugly little rat. Kathy yanked him up by one arm, held him dangling in the air, and beat him with her stiletto heel, smashing the shoe into him over and over. His face. His belly, his groin, his thighs, anywhere she could land a blow on his squirming body. Rage and hatred fused together on her cold face. Deep inside, he felt something wild unfurl, and his fingers curled under as did his toes. The other hissed to him, cautioned him, Take it. Let her hit you. Hide what you are. She wants what you are. Hide. Hide. The hero is mad about the heroine and OTT possessive and jealous. He literally devours the heroine on the pages and so much so that a male friend of mine read it and said, holy Jesus, what the fuck? That's our first recommendation. OTT over the top. Yeah. yeah. That also doesn't seem like a recommendation, kind of, but also not. Well, we got recommended... Uh, Male preg, which is male pregnancy. Ooh. And I want to do it Clayton's very much. Clayton's obsessed with doing it. Yeah. No, get pregnant as a male. That uh, Not even read the book. Yeah, I just want to be a pregnant style. male. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get me. Yeah. Um, no, but I want to read those books, and uh, we, we, we should. We're going to, right? We, we will. Yeah. Aaron's not so into it. I'm not. But I will have an open mind when we read it. Cause yeah. She said the begrudgingly. Woman, <laughs> well, the woman who recommended it also th- said it was a very tender one. So I would love to read a tender M-Preg and just see what that could be. Well, his nipples were probably very tender. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Nipples, yeah. From being pregnant. And nice mm-hmm. soft cervix. Yeah. Uh, and then on Instagram, at uh, Sheikah Bridge, uh, we put up our... February books we were going to read, and she just wrote, No Burning Wild by Christine Fenian. I'll be listening. <laughs> wow. Someone's pissed. <laughs> so we did it. It only took a threat. <laughs> All right. So let's judge the cover. And because this book was it released in 2009. Okay. So we've had three re-releases. Ten-year anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so there's three different covers Oh, and boy. what do we think? Well, uh, my favorite is, well, the audience doesn't know which one is the middle, so that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, the one I had on my Kindle was a very handsome, striking man on, like, uh, the one side, and then a leopard kind of sneaking up behind him. Yeah. And that's a really cool cover. I like that. And that was the one I had on my Kindle. Me too. With the copper eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah, really yeah. featured. Uh, the general, I think he's really uh, hot. 
the dude is uh, dude is hot. Dude is like eighties hot though. Like he's mm-hmm. got a, like his wet hair look, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. chiseled features. It's like, like a Miami Vice. Yeah, villain. very. What, what's the um, when you go to a salon? The blow, specific get a blowout. <laughs> you don't get a blow on I, a salon. That's true. This that's is true. a family feud where you're just <laughs> no uh, Nagel. Did we hear a blowout? <laughs> Ding. What's Nagel? Uh, the artist who does all those like salon, like eighty salon chiseled oh, faces, yes. like wet hair, and yeah. They, yeah, it's very pastel. That's what that the Burning Wild in the middle looks, looks like. like, and I liked that. Nice. The other one that is just like an eye over a city. We don't even get a leopard spots. in that. There's no leopard. And also, this doesn't take place in any city. No. It it's takes not just on a ranch the whole time. Texas. It's not yeah. an urban fantasy. No. No, it's not don't UF. Don't bullshit us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of wish the cover was the um, the painting that Emma does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. That would have been gonna great. Be I'm going to pitch that for the next re-release. I know. We'll the get tenth another anniversary. one in there. Yeah. The 10th yeah. anniversary re-release yeah. has got to be that painting. Yeah. And the other one just looks like like an 80s music video that just doesn't have like a ton of budget, but they blew it all on white curtains because it's just like still that like 80s guy. There's like a yeah. leopard in the background fading in and out. It was, yeah. It's very 2009. It's yeah. 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 Mm. Anyway, Clayton, what happened in this book? Oh, my God. What <laughs> didn't happen in this book? Well... Uh, <laughs> Some things didn't happen. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, the book starts with the hero's birth. Which yeah. it told in first person. In first yeah. person. So he remembers his birth, which I, yeah. as soon as I, re- I started reading that, I was like, okay, I'm in on this book uh, because it's so crazy. We haven't had anything like this before. No. So the beginning of the book is he remembers his birth. His parents are cruel to him from the jump. From the, yeah. I thought I was reading the wrong book for like 30 pages. He kept texting me. I was like, is this right? I kept, yeah. I, and it was, it was right. Well, I, so my expectation with these books too when I first started were that the, the dark – like I didn't think there was going to be a lot of dark themes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be romance and light and all that stuff. But there's some – some of them that we've read, yeah. including this one, can get really dark and disturbing. And a lot of the people's backstories are uh, have a lot of abuse in yes. them. Abuse right out the gate mm-hmm. abuse. Which leads those characters to then have these romances with people they, necessar- they shouldn't necessarily be with. Mm-hmm. And I think this is probably a case of that when mm-hmm. you see this. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, our, our protagonist is Jake. But his last name is... Um, Banacani. Yeah. <laughs> Bananacana or whatever it is. Bananacani. I was like, what is this? He's Bananacani. Not an Italian caricature. It's not banana. banana it was Bonacani. There's, so, there's so many ends in there. It's it's an excessive Banacani? amount of ends. I don't know. Can you read what Let's is see. it? Um You can see why I saw banana in Banac- there. Banacani. Banacani. It's a dessert. Is last name. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. He we do has, a lot of time jumps. Yeah. We do. He why? Who knows? He starts cutting. He mm-hmm. starts cutting his inner thigh to yeah. to control like his world, which mm-hmm. is very dark. But he has uh, uh, his grandfather, who he loves, who will take him and talk to him and have real conversations and actually show him love, which he doesn't really trust because mm-hmm. he can't trust anybody who would love him. <laughs> and they talk about stuff. And his parents will always beat him when he gets back after having conversations with the grandfather. Yeah, because his grandfather t- tells him how to be a leopard businessman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he t- he read a bunch of books and then he taught – yeah, he taught him about uh, being a leopard. And the grandfather cannot shift, but he has leopard in him. Mm-hmm. So some of the leopard – Whatever that means. Some of the know? leopard people can shift mm-hmm. and some of them can't. Well, they established early on that the rules of the world is – is you learn it or you're under a great amount of stress mm-hmm. and it could just like a hulk happen. a hulk type of transformation yeah, yeah exactly so what he does is he turns 18 gets emancipated mm-hmm. his grandfather dies and he inherits this huge tract of land mm-hmm. that everybody made fun of him for because he was always looking for oil on it and mm-hmm. he couldn't find it but then Jake, as a leopard, mm-hmm. can smell it. He yeah. can smell natural gas. He can smell oil, something that all the leopard people can't do either. Yeah. So there, there's, there's a wide variety of what they can of, do. Yeah. Of leopard people, yeah. Exactly. And when he was 13, he shifts 
before that. Yeah, like, yeah. That sounds like a pubescent, like, what? Like, and, and I feel like they also said that he's, like, more powerful than any other leopard yeah. man. But doesn't know it yet. See what happens. Uh, he also <laughs> joins the basketball team uh, and plays b- b- JV. He never really makes it to varsity. Well, you know, so you can't win them all. Yeah, so it's a, it's a blip there. It's like a Teen Wolf situation. Yeah, it's pretty uh, fun. Yeah. Wait, so his parents want, like, bred him to be a leopard person yes to be a shifter but then like they don't know that he can shift yeah because he he he, hi- he knows to hide yeah, it he knows he ain't to- shit you yeah know? no he- they suck <laughs> cindy ryan blue yeah yeah gross. cindy sucks mm-hmm. so he has he becomes a billionaire mm-hmm. he uh then we go to him as a, an adult and he mm-hmm. is chasing after a woman that he had sex with and knocked up. Yeah. Who is drunk and pretty much about to burst yeah. pregnant. She's with her boyfriend and uh-huh. they're swerving around the road and he's following her. Yeah. And because <laughs> she she is the daughter of his, the guy that his mom is fucking and mm-hmm. is kind of like a rival. Yeah. Leopard person. Anyway, you get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he witnesses this horrible car wreck mm-hmm. where... His the the girl that he knocked up gets killed along with the boyfriend. But then that car kills Andy, Mm -hmm. kills Andy, who is Emma's uh, husband. Mm -hmm. And he pulls Emma out, but can't save Andy. And she's freaking out, trying to get back, trying to get back. Yeah, And he's like holding her back because he's a strong, powerful, controlling, controlling, controlling. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So so that happens. And then he kidnaps Emma <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. much he's like you will work for me and by that I mean you're never leaving my ranch <laughs> well also I'm gonna adopt your baby so yeah. that was what yeah, was also, the, yeah. what was that that was insane also sh- I, I have a question quickly before sure, we get yeah. to that part so and I've listened to again some other episodes is thank the thank you very much you're welcome yeah. <laughs> so happy, to, happy to happy yeah, to um is the guy that's with the main woman or the, the other like suitor, or, like the rival, like there's, you know, uh, usually a, like a, a love- man and woman, like the other ancillary love interest, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it usually like a charming simpleton kind of a thing? No. Okay. A lot of times it's an a-hole. Okay. A lot of times they are coming from abusive relationships or they're okay. coming from jerks. That's what I found interesting about this where I read it and I'm like, Andy sounds great. He sounds yeah, he's like cool. Yeah, he's cool. He it's he's very he has an ease around people. Everybody loved him. When God, when Jake goes to Emma's old house with Andy and grabs mm-hmm. some of her stuff, just he 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 seduces a nurse to get the key mm-hmm. to her house, goes in there and just talks shit about how little they have and how yeah. simple he looks. And he grabs, so yeah, he sees lame. the, he sees the drawings of the leopard and stuff mm-hmm. and brings that. And he thinks not much of it, even mm-hmm. though he is a leopard. So you would think that he would be more like, oh, this is weird. I got to make yeah. sure I figure out what this is. It's like, this is a, this is a drawing of a leopard. I'm a leopard. And I'm a leopard. <laughs> yeah. What? So that, so that was, that was the thing about Andy is that usually the books that I've read are, Jerks. They're leaving jerks and then they find good guys or they find alpha males who soften and become good guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's there, was, makes, really there was no sense. softening. No. No, there was hardening. She left a very nice guy. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like normally in these books, you go from a bad person and you become a better person by the end of the book. Mm-hmm. He started as a bad person and he ended as a bad yeah. person. Like there was no arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, except for the arc of his penis, because he was hard yeah, yeah. all the time. He was he had a hard straining under his jeans. Which <laughs> is that something that ha- is that rhetoric that's used a lot? I assume yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. very normal, but they're hard yeah. all the time. Yeah, like the amount of dick talk I think would be is like fairly normal. Okay, no, okay. maybe a little bit more than normal. Yeah, but. muscles In this rippling book? like water, like rocks. Uh huh. That's muscle, normal. Yeah. yeah. Muscle, okay. Muscle. Cool. The physiques are 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 talked about yeah. in pornographic detail. Yeah. That makes sense. They're all chiseled. They're all, yeah, six-pack, broad-shouldered, you know, big pecs. Gotcha. He's continuously described as very incredibly manly, and she is described as very slight and weak, and, like, she's got, like, long, cool red hair that Mm -hmm. she loves, but other than that, it's like she's always, like, 
about to pass out. Yeah, she she's anemic. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> just weird. Just, he no, also we'll loves to tug on her hair a lot. Yeah, he he'll does. pull it and she'll say, "Stop doing that." Yeah. <laughs> oh, which is one of the it's this this the least of the problems when it comes to consent in this book. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the yeah that's well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aside, cause yeah, because she's very sick after the crush. So she's mm-hmm. she's in the hospital, mm-hmm. and he feels drawn to her, and he's like, "What I'm gonna do mm-hmm. is bring my baby to her, and she'll fall in love with my baby, and then she'll come. She'll never leave my ranch, and then I'll have sex with her, and I'll be so good at sex that she'll never mm-hmm. want to leave, and then I'll trap this woman at my ranch. Yeah. This is his inner monologue. Yeah, uh-huh. he literally like comes out and say it. He's always like, "Sex is a tool for power, and I'm yeah. gonna use it on this poor woman who just lost her husband." Right, and then we realize that she's good friends with one of the nurses in the hospital, but we never see her again. No. Because she, he brings her to this giant ranch, is mm-hmm. obsessed with security, so he has all of his leopard friends like, yeah. doing security, and she just can never leave. Yeah, it's like a cult. And then he, she gives birth to a daughter, Andrea. Mm-hmm. And well, then he, he names. He names her and immediately adopts her without <laughs> the consent of the mother, which I'm like, I feel like... You should have consent. He's so yeah. powerful. And that's that's the thing about these books when you have the billionaire heroes. Uh-huh. They're so powerful. They can do whatever they want because yeah. they know senators. They know this. They and know that. Can we talk about the press? He's always – he's very worried about press uh-huh. and making sure that it's not – Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's – he doesn't like the paparazzi. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You're, you're not like a – you're not the really? president. You're, you're not, not a pop star. Yeah, you're not. You're no. You're just a, a 33 year old who's like pretty good at business and is a leopard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not everybody knows that you're a leopard. Yeah, nobody really mm-hmm. knows that he's a leopard. Nobody except his leopard pals, his leopard friends. Yeah, that he goes to the j- jungle and he mm-hmm. when he hangs out in the jungle. Yeah, he like goes to the jungle and kind of trains and then mm-hmm. he befriends. Uh, he befriends a couple dudes who end up living with him. Yeah. One who gets uh, his leg injured. Yeah. Drake. And so, uh, Drake, yeah, which shift. I felt bad for because Drake can't shift. Yeah. So he's just some dude who once he was in between being he's a like leopard. He's the turtle of the leopard entourage. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We do a time jump to two years ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But nothing has really changed. No, no sex has been had at this point. Two no. years into it, the kids are growing up together. They love each other very much. It's like a family unit. But she still, and she also has a problem with this, where she's like, "I still just work here. Like I'm an employee." Uh-huh. And everybody here. looks at her in a weird way because he sleeps in her bed with her. Yeah, they don't have sex. No. He doesn't let her go anywhere. But mm-hmm. also she's an employee, so she's looked at as this weird kept woman. Mm-hmm. He also loves her coffee, which is like an endearing detail. But it's I, also like coffee, there's a limit to how good and how bad it can be. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, I gotta try this one's coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah every- there's one thing you take from this book. <laughs> he was always worried about enemies. He was yeah. always worried about his... His uh, his mom, who is still in the picture, yeah, and she shows up uh-huh. and tries to take Steal the kids, yeah, and that's try- when and he gets a hard on watching Emma defend, which is very. It, this was probably one of the most bizarre, and there's a lot of bizarre scenes in mm-hmm. this. But he's he's like gets a fucking boner watching Emma defend his baby from his like banshee esque mom. mom. Mm-hmm. That was for me the most relatable moment. <laughs> I thought, uh, mm. no, but it, so so Kathy, his mom is still mm. around, still yeah. still being horrible. So he uh, the the thing about the this book that was interesting to me is that there were two kids introduced very early. So his uh, the the woman that he had sex with and knocked up because she. Tampered with the condoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, uh, I didn't trust that she was on the pill. Good for me. Yeah. But then he took condoms she gave him. Yeah. When he knew that she was going to be uh, trying to trap him. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of knew, but he did it to make the 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 parents, her parents mad. Yeah. But yeah. It, you just fell into the trap. So. Yeah, you idiot. Yeah. You brilliant businessman. Yeah, he does. He doesn't know there's holes in condoms. You never God. take condoms from another person. From an, a sworn enemy's like temptress daughter. Yeah, come on, dude. You, you never take a drink that you didn't watch getting poured. Mm-hmm. And well, you we ne- also learned that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's another thing. Emma does that. She drinks yeah. some drugged wine, Oof. and then you never take a condom that's not been inside a box that you know where that box has been. Yeah, I mean, 
this guy is being hounded by the media. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shouldn't he he be more aware? Yeah. Well, he they get he gets bugged at a certain point too, though. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he he has somebody come in and check the phones because there's a buzzing on the phone. A cool guy. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Yeah, he was a nice guy. He's like a really nice guy. Greg shows up (laughs) again. He's like pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah, and he. He asks Emma out on a date in a very mm-hmm. kind of cute manner. Yeah. And she agrees because they had just had a fight, her and Jake, because Jake's a maniac. Yeah, because he's a controlling asshole. But I got to say, when he when when he asked her out, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, don't. Just don't do it. Yeah, don't you know, do it. Don't. Because well, you've already established that, like. Jake is a maniac, uh-huh. and and I believe before this he do we skip over the scene where he freaks out in his car? No, there's that later. That's later. I forget. Okay, yeah. So it's like this guy. Oh, when out he's for about blood. to. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, how about you don't loop Greg <laughs> into Trent, this? Like she, Kevin. Yeah, that she said yes to that was really showed me a little but bit she about was also Emma. A dick about it too, where she was like, just as friends, okay, only friends, and he's like, okay. I want to see this movie. I have an extra ticket. Why are you being weird? Such yeah. a pawn in their little weird yeah, game. Like of, that's, yeah. These are two ir- irredeemable da- people. They're damaged people. Yeah. They're, they're profoundly damaged yeah, people. It's and toxic. I, it feeds into that toxicity. But we forgot after he gets mm-hmm. the heart on seeing his uh, pseudo wife yell mm-hmm. at his mom, yeah. he goes into <laughs> his study and turns yeah. into a leopard. That's right. And he freaks out and he's clawing the floor. Yeah, and he all ruins stuff. everything as a leopard. You'd think that he but he has no control. I, as someone who is all about control as a mm-hmm. character he has literally no control over his leopard stuff even though he's studied to have control over it which I don't again yeah. I feel like the rules of the world felt very confusing to me well he I think that was his big uh issue was that I mean that was the thing where everything else is controlled mm-hmm. but this is the one thing he can't and then mm-hmm. when Emma's around it's even harder because that leopard wants to fuck. fuck that leopard wants to fuck <laughs> specifically Emma like uh, I think it's a faded mate they're yeah, yeah, faded that's right that's to right be together <laughs> they yeah. are they are but I mean but it's interesting as as a leopard who has no control, he just like destroys upholstery mostly. Uh huh. <laughs> he doesn't like well, like he could do some real damage to that house to his oh, own yeah. children. Like he could. He never quite does that. He just destroys couch cushions. <laughs> the the best part <laughs> of He's just like a house cat left home too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The best part of that where he wrecks his uh his office mm-hmm. is she knocks on the door and he just walks to the door <laughs> with his torn Ain't up no shirt thing. and everything. And, and he, it says in the book, he's like, he didn't even, he didn't, he decided just to walk as is. Uh-huh. He's like covered in blood because yeah, he started dude. bleeding from his, his claws coming out of his hand. That's right. And he's just all torn up and it's like, yeah, what, what's up? What's going yeah, on? I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. And, and he's she, like, I'm fine. He's like, cool. She's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so we also discover late in the later in the book that Emma is also a leopard person. Yes, and I feel like we and she knew and we she, held that she, way too yeah. long. Yeah, because it's like this was bizarre. Because I'm like, so just this poor nice lady who was married to just like a nice guy uh-huh. and they were living in a nice condo. Like all of a sudden mm-hmm. is trapped in this like sadistic weird house where her boss is sleeping with her every night platonically. Yeah. Platonically. I feel like we needed to know that she was a leopard sooner, or and that a there, hint or something or, like yeah, a flash of a copper eye. Like we knew she had really nice hair. We knew that we didn't really know her parents moved around a lot. I feel like that was the like foreshadowing the book tried to like. They were like, her parents moved around a lot. Don't ask any more questions about her parents. And you're yeah. like, okay, fine. They're like, just uh, do leopards move around a lot? Yeah, I think they stay in the same place. I don't understand. You know, she's, yeah, she's just like so nonchalant. Like I never feel like she gets like super. Like she gets annoyed at him all the time, and I think he kind of digs that. But there's never a time where she's like, shut up, or she's like, get your hands off. Like there, there wasn't like a lot of tension in that way. Yeah, she does mm-hmm. at one point say, "You're being cruel just to be cruel. Get out of mm-hmm. my room." But then he refuses yeah Yeah. he'll always refuse and he'll always just force whatever he wants onto her so wait so we're back we're back with greg they go out to dinner oh and this is a great this Mm -hmm. is a great seat where she's trying to leave the complex yeah and the two leopard guards that he has when she tries to leave this feels very eighth grade also (laughs) yeah yeah all dressed up she's all dressed up and and she's never dressed up like this Mm -mm. they go where are you going? Yeah. I'm, I'm just going out. 
no, you're not. Whoa. You can't go out. We're going to get he's going to kill us if you leave. Yeah. So she seems not too scared about this. And I was reading this being mm-hmm. like, you know what? Just stay. Just stay. Oh, it's fine. God. You're going to make him so mad. Mm-hmm. I I felt trapped in this book a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt trapped in this world and I couldn't I couldn't find my way out. And I, I couldn't figure out a way for her to get out. And it was kind of frustrating. Yeah. Well, I kept also thinking about the two kids that were there, too. These poor kids are like, going to be. Hang, like, yeah. They're going to be what's so going messed on with up. That? It's exactly. the cycle. It's the cycle again. These kids mm-hmm. are going to. I mean, because they're put in distress several times yeah. in this book. And there's there's no way that they're going to have a normal childhood, which mm-hmm. is. What he eventually wanted them to have, but at first was just using them as weapons. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. the one the one kid is not his. It is uh mm-hmm. is Emma and Andy's kid. And then Kyle is his kid, but it's not Emma's kid. Yeah, with Shania. Yeah. 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 Uh this when they first had introduced two kids into this book, I was bummed out. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I was, what kind of romance Usually they get married. They get married and have kids at the end, and then you don't have to really worry about yeah. the kids. And uh, and uh, the romance of it, I'm losing something when you have to worry about kids at the beginning of a relationship in a fantasy. I didn't want to be weighted down with kids at the jump. Yeah, well, but I th- thought it was to, to keep her there. Mostly. Oh, it was, and also to set up maybe in book eleven them hooking up. Which also is like its oh. own bag of worms. I know, gross, right? Oh. But they're not related, and yeah. they're both leopard people. Yeah, like a VC well, Andrews. Well, yeah. I mean, it's very VC Andrews. What is book eleven? Uh, there's, I don't remember, but there's like a coffee shop. It just got released. <laughs> I don't remember, shop. but there's a coffee shop. <laughs> like, that must have been good coffee. coffee. Uh, barista, <laughs> leopard <laughs> intrigue, barista romance. <laughs> I'd read that. I don't really yeah. remember. Um, Wait, you I read it or you? I didn't read it. I just saw the back of it. Okay. I just read the back of it. They go out to dinner. They get She gets trailed by Jacob and Drake or yeah. Joshua and Drake. They like sit behind. Well, they go to the, the movie and they sit behind I mean, that was such her, a funny, like, like a row behind her. And it's like, yeah, I see you. Like, what? And then they're laughing. The one dude's laughing like Gafoy. De Niro and Cape Holy Fear. shit. Keep it together. <laughs> Smoking a cigar. <laughs> he's like, we're here. We're going to get popcorn. I wanted yeah. to see this movie. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, this is just a fun. Now we're exactly. on a Friday. Like, takes a couple calls. <laughs> yeah, that was like the. Yeah, he's like the worst. He's like texting. <laughs> the worst movie goer. Yeah. So she's on the date with him, and then mm-hmm. Jake shows up. And well, no, they end big... up going to the restaurant for coffee and dessert, which I'm like, yeah. this is such a sweet date. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Jake's there doing business. We never yeah. know what the business he's means. He's doing typing and file <laughs> stuff. He's PowerPoint, talking to people, and he's saying, yes, pad. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's power plays happening. Ugh. And so uh-huh. he's at a table, and then he gets so incensed, he mm-hmm. goes over to her. And immediately kisses her full on the mouth. Yeah. Tongue and everything. Yes. And they make a point where it's like tongue, where it's like, how did she allow, she didn't just, you can just keep your, he just like sticks his tongue down her throat. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Ugh. Yeah. And then like bites her hand. Bites mm-hmm. her hand, which yeah. is so bizarre. And if I'm her, I'm thinking, well, that is such a weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. And and nobody reacts as 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 they should when something mm-hmm. that weird happens, right? Yeah, but then that leads to them like fucking for fifteen pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. And, and who gets the check? Just he left money on the table. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, so then he takes her out, brings her home, and they end up having disturbing sex. Yeah, with really. consent constantly being vocalized as a no. Mm-hmm. But her body she's says like, yes. We can't. We can't. Yeah. But she. Yeah. Her body wants to. And he's like, "This is happening." I think he says. Yeah. He's always like, "This is happening. This yeah. is happening." Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, okay. So it was very forceful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And you guys were not into that, I'm sure, mm-hmm. because we always we talk about consent on this podcast because mm-hmm. there's, uh, I mean, our favorite romances are when it's consenting, obviously, mm-hmm. even if it is fantasy. There's mm-hmm. just for me, I know just. Personally, I if the one character's not into it, then I'm not into it. I yeah. want both the characters to be having a good time. Yeah, and I get that there's a place for that too in romance. Like I, I feel like there's a place for like pushing the line of consent, non-consent, mm-hmm. and like that's hot and stuff. But he didn't earn like there's nothing about this character that earned that those 15 pages. Of yeah, fucking really. And I was like, he's been this 
asshole the whole time. He didn't he didn't give it all to her. And suddenly he's like just getting what he wants, getting what he wants. Right. She doesn't have a life. That was really it was tough. She, yeah, she just gives up more and more and more until she's like, I love him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, you don't. And then he comes all over her, and yeah. she gets really ashamed by that. All I'm like, over her. This is so upsetting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that happens, and then they have a conversation almost right after that, where they're outside, and he kind of half-ass asks her to marry him. Yeah. But that comes right after a conversation where he says, "If I ever hit you or the kids." Mm-hmm. Go to uh, go to uh, what's his face Drake. Drake. Mm-hmm. Go to Drake and never come back. Yeah. It's like, why do you have to tell? Don't hit, how about you just don't hit me? How about you just don't hit me? Well, the, the the problem with the book too is that it like these are two damaged people who shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. He's insanely damaged. He needs years and years and years of therapy. Mm-hmm. She is got trapped because she had several traumas. Like her trauma was when she was a kid. She saw her the wreckage of her parents' car who were mm-hmm. murdered by leopards. Yeah. Because the fa- her father went to the uh wherever the leopards hang out. In Borneo. In and the Borneo in the jungle, and seduced the mother to bring her back and sell her because she was a leopard person. Mm-hmm. But instead he saved her. And fell in love, and then they had a kid, which was Emma. Yeah. And so she had that trauma of her her good family, at least she thought was a good family, yeah. get murdered by leopards. And then to see Andy, who is seems like the sweetest guy you could ever want to know, mm-hmm. burned to death in a in a in car a car fire. Yeah. And then she gets kidnapped by this psychopath. It's so. like a giant coincidence. That they met. Yeah. And I mean, maybe not. Maybe the fates brought them together, two leopard people. Cupid works in mysterious ways. (laughs) Yeah, by killing people. (laughs) (laughs) So the the book has a lot of stuff that happens. But at the end, Kathy, who is his bad uh, mom, Mm -hmm. tries to set up where Emma is mated with uh, Rory, who is another leopard person. And that way... They can have an offspring, right? Is that yeah, the thing? Which Who is, can shift? Yeah. I also never really understood the benefit of having a half leopard, half person. Like why that would be something you wanted. Yeah. I to smell oil? It was that. to smell oil. That's what it ends up being is that – they wanted to try to find somebody who could smell oil. Therefore, they could get rich the way Jake did. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they can't all smell oil. Yeah, or they could just, like, mend their relationship with their son. Right. Who smells oil. But that's too much. They have to forcibly try to mate Emma, who, again, Kathy doesn't have, like, it's like, you have no relationship, really, uh, to this dude, Rory. Yeah, well, and then there's a character named Clayton in this book. (laughs) Yeah. And he's not that good of a dude, but he does end up killing (laughs) Kathy in a really cool way because he he was he he basically was to the highest bidder. He didn't really have I mean, he had no allegiances. He had no allegiances, Mm -hmm. which is cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But when I was reading this book and the name my name came up, I was like, this is so because nobody Mm -hmm. is named Clayton. Clayton is such a, a, a unique, weird name. That it was, it was crazy to have my name in this book. Yeah, especially in this normcore book of names. Yeah, like yeah. Kathy, oh, Emma, Jake. Yeah, but I, I was very excited that he kills Kathy. Mm. Yeah. So way to go, Clayton. Nice work. So they do end up together. Yeah. Um, in this horrible relationship with these poor kids. Yeah. So it's not a happily ever after. It's a like, oh, these two. It's like a, of, of course. Yeah. But in their mind. It is a happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, it's it's like she wants she keeps kind of asserting weekly a want of not having as rough sex as they do, mm-hmm. and eventually she's like, "I want it in the bed," and they do, <laughs> they do, but it's still kind of rough uh-huh. and not great, and it's like happily ever after. He's always maybe gonna your have husband enough. will do a little bit less rough sex with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Mm. What was your takeaway from your first romance book? So, like, it, 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 would you read another? Um, yes, I would. I'm not sure 
Yeah, I don't think I would read another by this author in this series. Would you need? Will you need time? I think I'll need a little bit of time. I also <laughs> didn't even understand if you took all the leopard stuff out of this book, uh-huh. it would be the same ish kind of. Like yeah, the a little leopard, less violent. It wasn't as like it wasn't integral to the plot. I yeah. was I was wanting more leopard stuff. Yeah, because I felt like if I could turn into a leopard, I'd be a leopard right now. Yeah. It'd be very hard to pin me down for a podcast time because I say, well, I'm probably going to be a leopard at that yeah. time. You mean Borneo? Yeah. Like just hunted for some prey. I'm going to be on the on a tree branch. I'm going to be just running wild mm-hmm. through exactly. through the streets. Exactly. I, mean, that, I was waiting for him to kill a horse with, you know, with his jaws. Yeah. Too. He does. Like, yeah. That, that's there's the more. Thi- yeah. There's like less functional. Like I want to see more leopard stuff come out as they're humans. So would would you? Fuck him? Uh-huh. No. Neither of them. I well, would get like, hurt. I feel like I would get very hurt no, having sex with him. I have no interest in that kind of violent sex. And also with Emma, who is she? What are her dreams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does she want to do? Want, yeah. What kind of parent does she want to be? Like, what? What? Yeah. She paints a picture for him. That's very nice. But, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of, like, the only thing that we see her do. And it's for him. She does nothing just for herself or she mm-hmm. does nothing to try to further her own life. And it's just exhausting. Rebecca, mm-hmm. would you? Would I? Fuck them. Oh, uh, no, no. I mean, <laughs> not even because I, I think I would be intrigued what it would be like to fuck a half leopard uh-huh. person. But I, I also think I would get hurt. And she seems boring. What about one of the less violent leopard men? Yeah, like would Drake you? or Joshua? Yeah, they Drake. fun. <laughs> You know, but they don't have lives either. They seem like losers. I know, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's what are we going to talk about after sex? His bum Probably leg? Jake and Emma. <laughs> cool things to do in Borneo? <laughs> so are you going to get that bone graft or what? <laughs> yeah. Who's going to give you that bone graft? Yeah. Is going to be a leopard or a human? Uh, yeah, who's going to be your bone donor, yeah. dude? Yeah, what room do you live in in this <laughs> home, in this cavern? Do you like horses? I like horses. Uh, yeah. Can horses scream? <laughs> Because there's a lot of like hers asking, like saying that the horses were screaming and screaming. And I was like, uh-huh. I grew up on horses. Somebody feed those horses. They don't scream though. <laughs> they like whinny, the like high pitch whinny, but yeah. it's not like I, I just feel like a scream is a very specific noise. Mm. And that's not it. So you'd have sex mm-hmm. with none of the ancillary characters either. You know, maybe Greg. I'd throw. <laughs> I would fuck. I'd fuck I Greg. would fuck Greg. I'd fuck, I would fuck Greg. I'd fuck Andy. You heard it here. Andy, fuck, before, the ghost no, of Andy. I'd, I'd fuck the ghost of it. Of course, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> uh-huh. I would fuck a ghost in a second, but I would fuck the ghost of Andy. Yes. Okay. I would fuck. He doesn't seem that cool in bed, though. Yeah, it was kind of missionary. That's yeah. Well, he's nineteen. Like, well, like a twenty-one-year-old. Like I remember having sex with twenty-one-year-old dudes, nineteen-year-old, whatever. They mm-hmm. were not good. No, you know? it takes a long time for men to really get their stride. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What about, I think he seems sweet. What about Jake's dad? He's, he was like a lady killer. Jake's dad. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Would I fuck Kathy? No, I wouldn't fuck Kathy. No, she's, she's just for the danger of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I would throw, I'd throw Drake a bone. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, I think maybe Drake. I'd give him my femur, if you know what I mean. He smarter than Joshua. Greg. I think you're right. I think that's he's a really probably good part point. of the union. I bet yeah. he makes good money. Yeah, he like a, a nice the, state. The the telephone the, the telephone fixing union. Yeah, <laughs> he has, he knows a trade. The debug ink. <laughs> well, I'm still a member of the grocery beggars union. So, oh damn, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that a real union? I'm a union man. Oh damn, we're well, SAG. I am also SAG. Me too. Yeah, nice, yeah. cool. I'm in a lot of unions that I don't use. <laughs> <laughs> How many unions would you say you're in that you have no use for anymore? No, there's some that I that I am in. Like I'm in the, I mean, God, I'm in the like what I'm thinking of now is the producers union okay. that I'm in too, which I don't need to be in. It's like, yeah, why? What am I? Why did I pay that? I don't say. I mean, SAG. I haven't really acted. It's like. Do you still do you still pay every year though? To do you still pay? Mm-hmm. And I'm in the they there's a new script coordinator uh writers assistant union too. And which you're in that. I'm in that, but I haven't done that in a year and a half, two years. So you're just paying dues. You're yeah, just paying. Yeah, you just love dues. I'm getting yeah. blood dry. <laughs> <laughs> By these unions. Well, we're Oof. a union podcast. So. We are oh, we're good. pro union. Excellent. Yeah. Get my points. Yeah. <laughs> good. So, Goodreads list. Let's do it. And a shocker, not on one list. What? 
Not one. It's not on one list. No. After 10 years, not one list. No, it's has a 4.26 rating. It has 10,442 ratings and 370 reviews and no lists. That it's, I'm flummoxed. They're usually Goodreads. I mean, you've listened mm-hmm. to the podcast before, Rebecca. So the the Goodreads list, there's usually at least it's at least, at least on yeah, a bunch. one. Yeah. And the thing that I did find it funny about this, because I started, was reading reviews because I was like, am I missing something? Because there were so many five star. But it was literally either a five star review mm-hmm. or a one star DNR review. There was no one like you have strong Polarizing. feelings about this book. Yeah. 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 Like what list should we put it on? Rough sex. Rough sex. Shifter. Alpha hole. I mean, these are tropes, but what's Mm, a good... Abuse. Childhood (laughs) domestic abuse. Oh, Mm. how about a list that is hero remembers his birth? That's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Is that like a leopard thing? Leopards remember their birth? Well, I was thinking... How would you know if they did? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like there's a new scientific study that leopards remember their birth. Yeah, click on this. Yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute. That's a good way to get Rickrolled, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I'm not going to fall for that again. Uh All these leopard facts. But look at that litter of leopards. (laughs) Click. Never going to give you. God (laughs) damn it. The only guy. Talk about 2009. <laughs> That's the last time anybody got Rickrolled, except me. What the hell is Rickrolled? Uh, well, I'll send you a link. I know. Uh-oh, <laughs> the cycle continues. <laughs> Man, I am so bummed because I love the Goodreads. It's one of no, my favorite parts of the whole I thing. I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. So this is a popular book, yet it's on no lists. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow maybe it was deleted from all the lists. Who deleted I don't know. Mm. Maybe it wasn't on good lists. I don't know. These people, I want to know these. I hope these people write into you who? defending the people who recommended this book to you. Yeah, Yoshi. Let's hear Yoshi, it. Yoshi and whoever the fuck the other person was. I think they might have been the same person. What? <laughs> Incarnation? Yeah. They just have different the music. The same person? <laughs> <laughs> this is anarchy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a wild west out there on the internet. Yeah. We tried to verify everybody's not identity. My <laughs> not your internet. Hashtag not my internet. <laughs> wow. Tropes, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Do you so, have tropes? I do have tropes. Did you write tropes? Was I supposed to write a trope? No, I didn't tell you okay. to, so you didn't. <laughs> nope. I didn't prepare you trope? well. Nope. Well, usually the guests do write. Well, we had one guest and they did tropes. So, so I like anything that Aaron did we're saying is usually what happens. Well, it's fun to have the guests try to figure out as as a virgin what mm-hmm. the tropes would be. Yeah. Was your other guest a virgin too? No, she had read some. Oh. She'd read along with us a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so. Here but are my tropes. Oh, sorry. I told you not to do, I didn't tell you to do it, so <laughs> nope, don't feel guilty. Off, off the cuff? Yeah, tropes? sure, sure. If you could, off right. the cuff. You could feel guilt if you want. Don't okay. let her tell you not to feel shame or guilt. I feel guilt all the time, <laughs> so I'll continue on. Yeah. Intense childhood, <laughs> say the least. Faded mates. Rich hero, poor heroine. Mm. Giving pussy to the man. Were you upset that the, he was the man because he was a billionaire, a millionaire, it was so not even a thing in this book, though, uh, as much as there were so many other things to focus on than the billionaire aspect of this. And uh, uh, yeah, I so I wasn't as upset about that. I was more upset about the way he did not get consent than the mm-hmm. fact that he was a billionaire. But this was uh, 2009. So this was before the whole was because a businessman always has that been a trope forever? I think it is like the crash of 2008. They were talking about this on Faded Mates too, like how the crash of 2008. It's like so many men lost their jobs, and so so many women because they're paid less had their jobs and took on more jobs. So it became sort of this fantasy for women to like, what if I just had a guy who took care of me in every way mm-hmm. possible? So it's like, this is when like 50 shades of gray came out mm. and other things that this was sort of in the zeitgeist as a fantasy. But as far as people being, yeah, I mean, the hero is normally rich because also it's like, what kind of fantasy wish fulfillment is just be like, uh, I married Middle Greg. manager. Yeah. <laughs> he has, he has uh, five days of PTO and hopefully we'll be able to exactly. borrow his parents' timeshare in Bermuda. Yeah. 
paycheck to paycheck you romance. Half, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as like it's not as exciting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's that, glamorous. That sounds exciting. Timeshare. That sounds exciting. Yeah, timeshare. Yeah, piques your interest. Timeshare. <laughs> Tell me more. Hmm. hmm. Let me click on this link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, rough sex. Mm-hmm. Tragic backstories. Mm. There's several of those. Uh, shifter. Dual shifter. Children in peril. Evil mother-in-law. That's an understatement. Alpha hole. And, uh, you know, Hero remembers their birth. <laughs> that was twice on there. Well, no, that was going to be one of our lists. Oh, yeah. But okay. it is also a trope. I think you should mm-hmm. start that list and just see what else we can get on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that's my tropes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's more. Yeah. Aaron, what, what were your tropes? Uh, shifter, age difference, uh, just having kids in the romance. Alcohol, uh, over-the-top obsession. A woman in heat because she goes into heat? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Hero trapping heroin. Perfect heroin. Like, she never did anything wrong or had opinions. Or she was always exactly the way that he wanted her to be. Hero punishes heroin, BDSM, rough sex. Oh, I, there's one I forgot. Phone sex. Oh, but God. he has sex with her while he's doing a business deal on yes, the phone. Yes, that's right. Because they're in the office. She's on the desk. Yeah. And he somehow has like stirrups and everything. Yeah. That he's, what? That all of a sudden, which he's like, oh, I made these leather straps just for you. And I was like, on the desk, where? Yeah. Like, was that. They just appear. They, yeah. Was that scene supposed to be funny that he was talking to that guy while he was <laughs> almost coming? Because I, I, I almost. I always was like, this is like the Harry Met Sally scene mm-hmm. <laughs> in this book because mm-hmm. he's just like, I don't care. Oh, yeah, I don't like, care. Sell, buy, buy, yeah, sell. Buy, I meant sell. Yeah, I meant buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. then why pick up the phone at all? Because it's Cause a power make, thing. Yeah, you got to make moves. Yeah, but his dick was down stop. her throat. Yeah. And then when he went to hang up the phone, he accidentally cut off her air supply for a little bit, mm-hmm. but she didn't complain, so then he liked it. Yeah. That's... Was there any tropes for you, Rebecca? Well, as a um, romance novel expert, whoa, the tropes that I found were screaming horses, oh. <laughs> uh, two children non-related growing up together, <laughs> great coffee, great coffee is um, a great one, uh, <laughs> cheekbones for days. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, secluded um, oil. Olfactory. Oh, oil, <laughs> oil, oil sniffing. Oil sniffing. That's a good one. That's good. And um, and uh, buddy movie fantasy. Oh, yeah. They had, I mean, the, those guys were close mm-hmm. friends. I, yeah. I also, uh, close friends, because he had skin grafts. Skin grafts. Muscle and bone grafts. Yep. Yeah. Bone donors. Boners. They were always trying to find bone donors. <laughs> Wait, in the end, did he get his plate, his leg fixed? Yeah, he got his leg yeah. fixed, yeah. Oh, good. Right. He got his bone donor. It's pretty non-eventful. <laughs> it was. Is there a shifter's union? You'll there join is. it if it is. <laughs> That's right. I know. Who wants my $2,000? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got Anybody. a couple union members so they can sell you after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in the market. Take my money. <laughs> so, Any final thoughts? Man, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm bummed that this wasn't that we didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. I'm always bummed when 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 we don't like a book. You always mm-hmm. want to like it. It's always just more enjoyable if you like it. Mm-hmm. Like we're definitely not here to like rip things apart like that's what we find funny. Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah, we're not here to tear things apart like a no. leopard. <laughs> it's no. not like we shifted in a library or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, what a, an old book library or a parchment. Oh, I just sorry, that was weird. That was the most disturbing thing. <laughs> The books, like the books, the yeah. old books, yeah. Gutenberg Bible gone. Clayton, what has you swooning this week? Well, thank you for asking. Um, so my swoon is so spring is coming. It's coming. It's gonna come at some point. I'm assuming because it was kind of warm today. It was sunny today. I'm very excited about spring. So there is a album that I always listen to when spring starts uh, coming. And it is an album from 1993 by a band called The Spinanes. It's called Manos. And The Spinanes are a, a two-person group. 
and the lead singer is this woman, Rebecca Gates, and they're they're basically just guitar and drums. And this I this album I did not discover until way after it came out, but it's one of my favorite albums ever. I listen to it constantly, and I listen to it when spring is sprung, and it will always remind me of just walking around the city when it starts to go from cold to, to warm enough to not be, like, so depressed. <laughs> It's 25 years old uh, la- as of last year, so there is a 25-year uh, a uh, anniversary of it uh, that came out on Merge. It's a vinyl. You can buy it. I really, really love this band, so I would say check out Manos by the Spinanes. Cool. Those have such good like uh, music suggestions. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And it'll be on our Spotify playlist as well. So, mm-hmm. Aaron... What has you swooning this week? Um, so on Friday night, we had like a work happy hour. And so I got a little tipsy. And then I like wandered into Sephora, which is my favorite way to go into Sephora. Just like a little bit <laughs> oh, of a buzz yeah. on. You're like, I got $100 to burn. <laughs> yeah. But I bought the Sunday Riley Juno face oil because I went up to the lady and I said, I have my face gets red. I need help. And she said, oh, like acne and i was like no like irish and then she started laughing (laughs) (laughs) and she handed me this stuff and it's been amazing and it smells really good so it's just like a pamper thing was there any part of you that was a little hesitant to walk into a sephora drunk and just admit that you're irish (laughs) i know it's like embarrassed like i should maybe be better to my people is sort of like not (laughs) embarrass them so much i wasn't i don't i wasn't visibly yeah you're just tipsy yeah just our last meeting of the day the guy i was meeting with just walked in with a bottle of rosé and i was like we're doing it oh this is happening yeah i love it it was great i don't know why i also love beauty products so much and i've loved sunday riley and it's so expensive like the big bottle it's 110 dollars, but i found a bottle that was 40 so I was very excited about that, wow, too. Wow, because someone had tampered with the seal. <laughs> <laughs> I just started negotiating as a drug. I was like, yeah. I give you 40. But Rebecca. Yes. Did you prepare a swoon? Um, I got one. Yay. <laughs> I did tell you to prepare a swoon. Yeah, but I thought it was about the book. I specifically said it's not about the book. Have you listened oh. to the podcast? And you said, yeah, I listened five in a row. <laughs> I know, but I, I felt like, oh, maybe I, I'm confused. Okay, you I'm going to do whatever you want. Okay. I'm not, I'm a guest on this podcast, so I want to, can I swoon about my uh, live show? Yay! <laughs> Does that seem like an appropriate swoon? Do it. I am really excited, so I'm a part of a podcast called Ghost Town, and we talk about abandoned, esoteric, mysterious places all over the world. We have our first live show at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles, 10 p.m., April 25th, and it will be about Paramount Studios and Hollywood Forever, and I'll be talking all those things up, and then on the 27th, I'll be giving people a live tour of Hollywood Forever Cemetery. So it's going to be so fun. real fun. So That's go to so Ghost Town Pod uh, for all the details. You can go to Dynasty Typewriter slash Ghost Town APR25. I'll put that in show notes. <laughs> Thank you. You have to remember that. That might be hard to remember. Yeah, now, it's a lot. It's a lot. Everybody, Ghost Town is about abandoned places. Yeah, it's not about ghosts. I mean, sometimes it gets a little ghosty, but it's not about ghosts. But we don't want the venue to be abandoned. No. That's not what we want. No. We want the venue to be full. We want it to be uh-huh. full. Yes. Yeah. That's what we want. So go yeah. and buy your ticket. It's $15 for a ticket, pretty cheap. And then for an extra 35 you get a mug, VIP <laughs> access to the show, and the tour with me. Oh. Uh, you get a tour yeah. and a show for $35? For, well, altogether, $50. Oh, okay. Yeah, 50 50 But what an experience. Yeah. You know? I must say, too, and I'm not blowing smoke. Uh-oh. But I do love when I visit Los Angeles with you because you have such like an encyclopedic knowledge of like such weird little history things about um, about Los Angeles. And anywhere we drive, you're like, oh, that's where that thing happened. That's where that mm-hmm. thing happened. It's such a great experience that whenever we hang out in L.A., I'm like, can we just like drive around? <laughs> and you just like point things out to thank me. Thank you. Because I'm I love obsessive. It. But thank you for uh, framing it in a positive light. <laughs> you're a tour guide shifter. 
I'm a tour guide shifter. So you will be a I friend. I can't control it. I can't then, control it anytime we come out. All of a sudden you'll be you like, uh, I'm going to destroy, look at <laughs> that destroy this room. building there. <laughs> yeah. There exactly. was a fire in 1819. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, well, you know, my mom was a, <laughs> was a guy. <laughs> my dad was not. Yeah. They got killed in this really weird car accident. Yeah. By a bunch of other poor guys. Yes. It's yeah. so weird that you buried this at the end of the mm-hmm. episode. This would have been great, but it's, you know. Yeah. You know, are you a part of the tour guide union? (laughs) She's going to be now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. You want to start it? Send me the bill, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I won't ask questions. Download and subscribe to Ghost Town at a minimum. At a minimum. Rate and review us. Yes. Rate and review us while you're at it. Yeah. How about while you're here, one stop shop, while you're on iTunes. Yeah. Hit them both. Yeah. Um... Buy tickets to your show if you're mm-hmm. within a... Give re- me your money so I can give unions money. Rebecca has a lot of dues to pay, and yeah. so please go Help. to her show. Listen, mm-hmm. if you want to... Yeah, if you want to support unions, you got to support Rebecca. <laughs> yes! She's keeping these unions That's going. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm in coveralls right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, on Twitter, we're at Learning Tropes. Instagram, we're at Learning The Tropes. Um, next episode, we are going to be reading Do You Want to Start a Scandal by Tessa Dare. Very excited. It's a very good one. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks.